0: fucking wonderful audio transition right there all right welcome back to the millennial meltdown podcast i'm here with uh ross dinsdale what up man hello hello <laughs> hello everyone hello oh man we fucking just ate a uh, delicious spaghetti dinner made by samantha downstairs Just getting it's wonderful that's why we keep her downstairs in the kitchen (laughs) makes really good spaghetti I try to I try to thanks for coming man I appreciate you being here thank you for inviting me thank you for feeding me it was great my mic's running away from me a little bit Um, we were just talking about comedy I got a few things I want to ask you about while we're here we wasted a solid hour of material talking over dinner we'll create more we're creators we'll create more yeah we're doing great uh first, first things first, uh one of the biggest reasons uh that I'm excited you're here is cuz uh you're the rally cowboy. And uh, we we even talked about that. That is very but, true. Very uh, true. So I actually told I told my two best friends that I I sent them a video of you as a rally cowboy today. And I was like, the rally cowboy's coming on the podcast today. And they were like, no way, how'd you fucking make that happen? And I was like <laughs> I was like, oh, I just know the guy. Like I was like, he's my buddy who does comedy in Phoenix.
1: I think that's the beauty though, like, of being this figure, this this mythical creature of the Arizona sports scene is like, I am just this guy who likes sports and that likes uh I don't know. It's fun. I like to get behind a cause. You know, a fandom as you know, back in the Roman days, they went and cheered on to their favorite tiger that was going to eat the guy.
0: Um, I just want to be that every guy that everyone wants to know. Yeah. That probably made no sense, but I feel like it made sense. I feel like for those who know you, probably think it makes sense. I was so psyched when. Uh, Wait, because I knew you at the open mics for a couple weeks, and then I heard you talking about the Diamondbacks and, like, being the Cowboy, and I was like, shut the fuck up. I was like, you're lying right now. I was like, are you really the rally Cowboy? <laughs> and you were like, yeah, man. And I was like, dude, I have totally sat, like, in your section and high-fived you during a game before. <laughs> like, I have seen you... At Diamondbacks games, so many times, like for years too. Like, I started doing comedy this year, and we're going to talk about comedy for sure. But I started doing comedy this year, but I have known you as the Rally Cowboy for at least like three or four years now, for sure, going to Diamondbacks games. Because I go to Diamondbacks games all the time. Like, last season, I went to like 30 games. And you probably saw me. Probably. At several of them, um, I'm sure. It's funny
1: who like there are people who know if you watch you watch something enough to know who I am. Uh, it's never gotten me laid before. It's always guys like the whispering down at the NBR, like hey, you know, what? go talk to him, go talk to him. I think that's the guy. I think that's the guy. <laughs> One of them boldly walks over to you know, and, hey, can I ask you something? Yeah, do you go to a lot of Diamondbacks games? Um, yeah uh are you are you the guy are you are you the guy and you know you're like which guy are you the cowboy and it's like yeah yeah I'm the cowboy oh my gosh oh my gosh I'm I'm the cowboy I'm the cowboy (laughs) or you tell people like oh you watch a lot of Dynamax baseball you ever see the cowboy no not at all like oh
0: okay Uh, make sure you keep pulling that up to your mouth but uh I got to ask you, I mean, what made you start doing that? Like, how did that start? When did it start? How did it start? So we just finished our my third
1: season as the unofficial, official mascot of the okay. Arizona Diamondbacks. So we, we've done it for three seasons. I uh, I used to work at a bank as a personal banker, and you had to wear a shirt and a tie. Yeah. And, dude, I'm a weird guy. Like, I don't like to conform. Like, I'll play by your rules, but I'm going to play and buy them in my my way and so I decided I had a nice I found a really nice vintage cowboy shirt I uh, had a bolo tie cowboy hat really tight jeans made my butt look good and a really nice cowboy boots belt buckle um, and I started going to the work and I called it Western Wind Western Wednesdays like giddy up yeehaw pew, 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 pew. Yeah. Um, I lost I got fired from that job but I continued every Wednesday I just dressed like a cowboy and I ended up getting four tickets to a Diamondbacks game on a Wednesday and um, and I went and I've been doing um, I, now I, st- I stole this cheer. I stole when I say gold, you say Schmidt gold Schmidt. I stole that cheer from someone sitting in the nosebleeds. Um, I can, because I sit in the lower level. So there's, you know, it's a hierarchy. Like I sit lower than you. So thank you very much.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but That's, I've been doing yeah. it a lot longer. I've been doing what I've been doing as the cowboy a lot longer than I've been the cowboy Uh, But the Cowboy gave it a face, gave it a name. And they came back, they were playing the Mets, and they came back and they won the game. Um, The next week I got tickets again to another day game and I went. Um, And it just kind of, Bob Renly, I guess we have the Rally Cowboy here. And I was just like, well, shoot, I can't go to another baseball game and not be the Cowboy. And uh, people have embraced it. It's fun. Uh, Comics, sure, you guys sure get a kick out of it. Um, I love
0: it i got to pull up a video of you right now. Uh, if you want to look at the video I'm looking at, uh, I'm not going to put it on the video, but you can just Google Rally Cowboy Dimebacks, uh, and there's a ton if of If you went to Google, Boston instead of going here.
1: through YouTube, if you just go to Google and you type in the Rally
0: Cowboy, I'm the first three hits. <laughs> and actually, uh, I <laughs> learned this earlier today. If you type in Rally Cowboy D-backs, it comes up easier than Diamondbacks that is true just uh just to be fair uh the third one fan dress like cowboy dances to ymca that's the game that i blew up in that was like i made sports oh, se- dude ball you ball. are you are viral in this video i mean this is posted by the mlb youtube and account uh, this video has 1100 views don't 1, yeah. hundred <laughs> views but this YouTube account has two and a half million subscribers. Just because that's the YouTube account. I mean, like, this has been shared all over fucking Facebook and Twitter and tons of shit. It's just so funny. You're in, like, the fucking, it looks like the eighth row.
1: Oh, yeah. Those are good seats. Fucking those are four rows from
0: the field. Killing it as the rally cowboy. It's those are, so funny. Those are my dad's seats. That's so great, dude. I have fucking seen you at so many games.
1: I'm at a point, though, like, I don't, if it's if I have bleeder tickets or if I'm somewhere in the game, because I don't have to sit there and go, if I'm anywhere in the ballpark. Um, I've seen you in the upper level before. But I am i get, qu- the last time I sat up there, I went up there and the old lady checking tickets, bless her heart, but she's like, hey, cowboy, how come you're not down in your section? Really? And I was like, oh, I'm just coming to sit up with the common folk. Like
0: That's so funny. I want to say I saw you up there. It was on, like, Star Wars night or some giveaway night. It might have been, like... Was I doing the snakes? Oh, I don't even know, man. But I just remember I was up in the top section with my dad. And you were in in our section, like, ten rows in front of us. And I was like, this is the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. And you're fucking getting everyone in the section... Because there's, like, no one up there. You're getting, like, everyone in the section to do, like, the Let's Go Goldschmidt chant. And then all I remember is later that game, you were down low uh, because usually if I sit up there with me and my dad, like we go and snag seats like fourth or fifth inning down low. And then you were down there too. I was like, that's a fucking safe guy. I have most ushers know who I am. Uh, most people in the ballpark
1: know who I am. Yeah. Um, I know what sections I can go down in the middle of the game. And be like, yo, let me just sit here. Let me route. Let me route. Like, just let me, let me do my job. Let me let me do work That's so great um, I treat it like Some of the times I, I think like My best set My best sets um, My best sets Have been At a Diamondbacks game As the Rally You know cowboy. my biggest crowd Has been 26,000 people I don't want to like Toot my own horn But
0: They have for sure Put you on um, the big screen Many times Oh yeah I was in the, the intro video cowboy. This year Really
1: um, No it's fun man um, I love baseball I like this team Um I've got to figure out, uh, they were talking last night, oh, when will Ross be back? And uh, it was like, oh,
0: opening day. Shut up. That'll probably, I'll, Are you going to come back opening yeah, day? I'm All in, right. And the, I'll do
1: opening day and then try and do, like, weekend series or. That'll be that'll be awesome. Um, no, I, I don't know if they're trending upward. They're relevant right now. Um, did we decide Madison Bumgarner, right? Well, I got asked at improv Media the other night, uh, someone asked me like, Hey, what do you, do you think they're going to, uh, trade for Bumgarner? I was like, I don't think so. You know, for me, from what I read, I was like, I think they were fishing, but it really didn't fit what we needed as a team. Um, 85 million, f- five years, 15 deferred. It's a really good deal. And I think that's what it was. It was 15 million more. Just, Hey, work with us. Let it be deferred. I think it puts them in a really good competitive spot. I mean, yeah, they me they too. won eighty five. You know, they won eighty five with the roster they have now. They're talking about potentially tra-
0: trading Robbie Ray now. Well, now you can. You because only we have the space. Con- you control the, the market. Yeah, and there's a few teams who still need. And but then they were talking about maybe we trade Robbie Ray and then we try to go for another big pitcher like Ryu, who's available. Ryu's is fr- actually a free agent. Yeah, if we're um, if we're really trying to uh, the like build a new pitching staff, they were talking about potential targets. Your pitching staff right now is pretty solid. Oh, we're filled out. Yeah, um, you just
1: pushed some guys back to AAA. I I think uh, your Bum-Garner biggest your biggest needs addition. are your corner outfield spots.
0: It's crazy losing Granky and then getting Bumgarner the next year. It's a right? real solid addition for 120 million and less. And I mean, just it's a, it's a solid. Teaching opportunity for the younger players. He's been to three World Series or like four or five. Three World, world series. series. He's won three World Series. He's been the league MVP four times. His ERAs and like, there's
1: a lot of talk. People don't are like, hey, uh, his ERAs in like a, a three three, a three six. It was a three nine last year on a really bad Giants and, team. Yeah. He went nine and nine. He still had thirty starts. He still eats innings.
0: And I was um, reading. Uh, I was reading online. He. Turned down offers to come to the D Backs. See, and I haven't he owns property here it, and he owns horses there here. There was a
1: story a couple years back. Um And I could be wrong on this, but I'm someone else yeah, bad bad quoting. I'm not a news reporter, but someone said uh, he killed a rattlesnake and his wife was saved the two baby bunnies that the rattlesnake just ate. Shut up.
0: Yeah, that's a story I heard. I don't I don't know, but like, no, I think that's uh, some gangster shit, right? That's a fucking that's a that's a man right there. He cut some baby bunnies out of the snake of a rattles or belly of a rattlesnake. That's the story, and that's why <laughs> I, I wasn't there. I plead the fifth, just all nonchalant. That's yeah, the story. That's I heard. the story. Like I'm just I'm just a man on the streets. That's a crazy story. Make sure you keep pulling that mic up to your mouth. Yeah, yeah, keep yelling at you about it. Good. Okay, good. Because this is completely different than doing a. Uh, I want to be walking around with it. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a little different. I try to build this like more official studio here. You can pull it all around. Don't be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't have to be gentle. Um, with I think it. it's getting to where it's like, so you don't have to touch it. Um, I know, as a stand-up, I feel like you always want
1: to hold the mic. There's sometimes but, I don't want to hold the mic. I want one of those. I want one of those headsets. You want a headset? Yeah. Like, or, uh, like Adam R- Conover. Um, Robin Williams used to wear a lot of clip-ons because he's so animated. I can't do a lot. Like I lose a lot of act-outs because I have to hold the mic with my hand.
0: That's fair. You are a very physical comic. We um, could move into comedy now if we're done talking about the rally back or rally uh, cowboy. Yeah. No, I'm stoked where they're but going. You are an unbelievably famous Diamondbacks mascot. Um. For a Diamondbacks anu- mascot, people,
1: yeah, Diamondbacks pa- people, people, enough people know who enough people know who I am, um, and I've embraced it. At a Dbacks game, yeah. everyone knows who you are. Um, the biggest one when it was a nine year old asked me to f- sign the foul ball he caught. That's awesome, and I was just like, Did you put
0: cowboy on it? I did rally cowboy. Like that's so badass. You uh, got to start practicing then. No, huh?
1: I'll show you. I don't have to practice nothing.
0: <laughs> that's so fucking cool, man. Little kids is oh look at that's fucking professional dude. You hold that up to the camera. Oh beautiful. That's a that's a quality signature. And you I can't think. read
1: it so you have no fucking clue who it is. That's quality. Can I say fuck on this? I'm sorry, sorry viewers. Yeah, say whatever you want. No, well that's yeah.
0: I'm censoring myself to so my fucking 20 viewers. Yeah, you yeah, can that's say all whatever right. Want.
1: I'm censoring my. They're gonna be like, thank you for the censorship, Ross. And I'll be like, thank you. That was for you. Vote
0: for me in 2020. I censor everything. <laughs> I'll
1: censor your mail. I'll censor your email.
0: Yeah, Dustin did my podcast, and he's like, do we do we need to like cover the labels on like the beers <laughs> and stuff? And I was like, I would be so psyched. If I got a violation, but a for cease and desist letter, yeah, I would. Some people like. I it, would put that online, and I would get more viewers that way. You're,
1: you're at a, you're at a point, I would say too. Like, oh, yes, use you, you want to use Red Hot Chili Peppers until they say something. You're small. You have 20 viewers. Like,
0: yeah, who, who's gonna be like, oh, I watched. I agree with you, absolutely, but it happens. on the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but now they have bots who scroll and fucking flag copyrighted shit. No way! And they'll take down your YouTube video if you okay. put a Red Hot Chili Peppers Or MG, song uh, there. Or, yeah, anybody like mainstream. Yeah, that's why my intro song is my intro song. My buddy Trask made it. Shout nice. out to Trask so that's why i use that because he uh he made it but yeah music is one of those touchy things that's like kind of iffy but i think if we listen to like youtube videos and shit i'd be psyched if they pulled me down because they were like this youtube video used this audio i'd be like ha you, you listen to my shit you just created content off
1: them really like, cool di- disabling content
0: right uh, <laughs> yeah you now have something to talk about on your next podcast and totally when i would put it on instagram and shit and be like yeah fuck yeah I mean, I th- I feel like you've made it at that p- you've made it at that point. Right? Being like, "Yo, my stuff got taken down." Right. Totally. What did you do? Like, what did you do? I fucking, I feel the same way about podcasting as I do about comedy. Like, I just started comedy. I've been podcasting like two years, um, but I just feel like I'm in like that long game where I just gotta like keep it going, and I'm not worried about like how many viewers I have or if I can videos you have you and- have
1: to especially in podcasting isn't like some new it's not a new idea anymore you know you know what i mean like when yeah. it started mark Maron was like one of 50 people who had a podcast or whatever yeah. the number was um now everybody and and that's why like, i think like you got to find your your niche niche or yeah. niche
0: Yeah, I don't really have a niche other than my friends and me. I will don't say. Though. I'm not really trying to make like a thematic podcast. I will say something as a
1: creative. Excuse me. Oh, that was cool. That was a clip. Make that into my ringtone. Um,
0: Right. Do it, w- dude. I'll see you for copyright. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My shit's getting taken down. I was um, like, a, a, I own your voice
1: now, Ross. Oh, fuck. I <laughs> have uh, to use a different one. Um, keep creating because, as you, the longer you do something, um, you're mastering it and you're, lear- you're learning uh, the nuances. I did a whole year of photography where everything I posted, everything I shared, was black and white. Yeah. And I started to learn the craft just by shooting it. And, Best up. Um I think the same could be said for doing this. Like, the more people you come in and talk to, um, you know, if you had a topic, you know what I mean, something to steer it, um, or, you know, you're just millennial melting. Hey, I'm millennial and I'm melting down because my brain is melting. Yeah. No, really, it's melting. <laughs> it's...
0: No, yeah, I mean that's why I named it Millennial Meltdown to begin with, just to like talk about current topics and current events and stuff. And then uh, I've just kind of come to find that a lot of people who come in, um, we either have things in common that we can talk about, or they came in to talk about a specific thing anyway. I want to talk about something, my name's Bono, I want to save the whales,
1: I love the whales, save the whales on Bono,
0: Bono. Hey, whales whales are important.
1: I kind of look like Bono right now, a little bit.
0: I don't know. I don't know about that. No?
1: Okay, maybe not.
0: You don't have the sunglasses?
1: Well, I'm inside. They're my. These are my readers.
0: Yeah. Bono always whale. has sunglasses. You don't even save know what his eyes look like.
1: Save the whales on Bono. Hey. Save save, hey, the save the whales are important. Save the whales. <laughs> save the whales on Bono.
0: <sighs> not me, dude.
1: Save the whales. Fuck
0: the whales. Fucking kill them all. I don't care. I do care a little bit, not like a whole lot though got got a spot check spot check. is that what you were doing? yeah, just gotta check it out.
1: Why don't you just leave it up? checking the cash, oh, cause it's distracting, Wait, just, well I get it look you don't i'll I'll tell you what looks good and what doesn't look good. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's fair, oh look it's like my heartbeat beep,
0: beep yeah, it is kinda beep. beep. <laughs> I watch.
1: I've been watching a lot of ER, so like I'm practically
0: a doctor. I grew up on ER, and Ru- uh, that was like my. Uh, I got a fun story about ER, and I don't think I've really ever said this one, so this will be fun. Um, ER, watching it as a little kid is the first time I learned uh, how to have sex, because I saw uh, it's a, it's an episode where. And I was, like, a little kid. Like, people are going to, like, look up that air date and be like, you were not that little. (laughs) It was on for a really long time. It was on for a long time. It was an episode where, like, a gold digger was trying to get, like, a 90-year-old man to, like, get her pregnant before he died. Okay. So he was, like, laying on a gurney, like, dying in the hospital. And she, like, got him a boner. And she was, like, riding him like trying to get pregnant before he died because oh, like that was a the mo- only way. money baby because that was a the month. only way she could get his money yeah, yeah, yeah um so like she was like riding him in the hospital and that was like the first time as a kid i saw like what sex was and then it was like the first thing in my head like a light bulb went off i was like oh my god i get it like it fucking goes in there <laughs> like as a little kid you know what i mean tv man And uh, that's my experience with ER, everybody. Wow, I'm I'm blown away. I don't have
1: any stories like that. I know it was a teaching moment. Yeah, that's well, it 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 was a teaching hospital. Yeah, it wasn't teaching hospital. It was
0: Noah Wiley. I grew up on that show, hardcore.
1: But now I've been watching a lot of ER, so you know I'm like, oh look, beep. Oh, he's got like a real weird rhythm going on. That's Uh, I remember
0: when George Clooney. On that shit Yeah yep. Young George Clooney Good looking I mean he's still good looking but Yeah I grew up with George Clooney That's kind of weird Yeah We were friends That was a motorcycle or something A big car Oh yeah Yeah Those fucking motorcycles go by I always fucking comment on that shit And then like the audio never picks them up Really? Yeah. I heard it in my headphones I know it's weird huh So you would think Bizarre huh
1: Weird Yeah but then again, it's got to travel from here to here. By the time it gets there, I don't know. Have you ever tried like how?
0: Hello, hello, hello. No, I, I haven't fucked around with that much shit. Hello, honestly, hello, hello. I'd be in here. Have you ever farted into one of your mics? No. Does that has that ever crossed your mind? I don't want to put it near my mouth after that. Uh, you get it. You just buy
1: buy buy ones you can throw away. Buy fart ones, and then, and then you have it. And you just Buy little fart pads. I have over fifty farts recorded on my phone.
0: Shut up. Stop it right now! You are a fucking comedian.
1: Now check this out.
0: <laughs> I
1: just uh, these are nice microphones. You pick up a lot. Like I would love the fart into this microphone. These are solid microphones.
0: Yeah, I've thought about buying new microphones, and then I'm like, no, these ones are fine. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You're just farting into your phone? Just farting into my phone. Good lord.
1: I don't know. You have a nice setup. I would be farting into these microphones and just laughing and laughing and laughing. That's hilarious. I'm, <laughs> I'm a weird guy.
0: I haven't done that.
1: Yeah. Well, you should. And make audio I have, clips. I want to make a rap album. I like with fucked
0: just, with, uh, I've fucked with like streaming and stuff like video games on Twitch, but no, none of that. Do you follow Paul Flart? Paul, no. Oh. I don't know who that is. He's on
1: Insta- He's on Instagram. <coughs> Paul Fart.
0: <coughs> and it's all fart videos. <coughs> oh, my God. I've actually seen this guy before. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, I've my gosh. I've seen this guy before. I've seen this guy before. He's like a security guard or something.
1: Yeah, he it. lost his job. <laughs>
0: That that's that's not normal. That's no, it is. He'd be
1: he like every day. It's totally normal. It happens, man. Oh, I haven't watched that one. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the duck blowing their tongue at you. It's
0: it's funny that he tries <laughs> to not laugh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Paul Flart, everybody. This is, honestly, this is my favorite part of having a podcast. <laughs> it's not like anyone who comes over to do one, they always bring up the shit that they look at on the yeah, internet. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I've never seen this in my life. But um, this is the greatest thing.
1: Oh, it's so funny. I. I oh, it's so funny because I'm like, I do this. But like I don't you do, do that. I do this, but like the video of me doing it, like no no one Have needs Have you seen the
0: Instagram page of the guy who just take pictures of his hotel carpet? No, but like I can get down behind that. I follow a guy who does something similar. Like oh man. Throwing um, my mouse. I'm not stoned. Um Um
1: Do you ever follow there's one there's an account uh, kook slams and it's just people getting slammed.
0: So this guy went viral because his daughter was, like, "Please, for my dad's birthday, make his carpet Instagram page go viral on Twitter. And then it got retweeted, like, tens of thousands Why of times. Why does he only have – is that – oh, that's forty two 5,000. He has 425,000 followers. Yeah. Yeah. And, he just and did, it's just carpet. Yeah. I get down with that. Look how – like, I, get, I dig it. I mean, I would look at that on drugs. Right? Um. I sometimes take pictures. What, what one did you ask
1: me if I've seen? Uh, kook Slams. K O O K. K O O K. Slam.
0: Space Slam. Don't make me type in anything weird, you know? No, totally. No, nothing. I'm worse. just kidding. I've written fucking a lot of screenplays. I've typed in terrible shit. I researched how to murder people for like a whole year. Did you know guard geese are real? I Googled that, like
1: doing research. Shut up. And like, it was a real thing, and I was like, oh, damn.
0: What is kook Slam? Just it's watch just,
1: these, it's just people getting slammed, man.
0: Oh, yeah. on waves? Yeah. Oh, oh Jesus, that's loud. Yeah, I'm deaf now. oh, oh that's not fun.
1: <laughs> Sucker. I,
0: I thoroughly enjoy uh do you watch your mom's house? Um, the podcast? Tom and Christina. Uh not not regularly. Um Tom like loves watching videos of oh, people yeah. getting hurt. I'm the same way. I love watching videos of people getting hurt. Look how big that wave is. I think it is. Look how, oh, it is so much fun. Oh, they're going to get destroyed. Yep. That wasn't
1: as big as I thought it was going to be. It wasn't that bad. If they were a little bit further out, this other guy will like, get you, oh. though.
0: Jesus.
1: I mean, this is what Instagram is for.
0: Yeah, my next my next pro- project out here is to sync because uh, and and the to thing get is, my computer audio into these headphones. They
1: get content sent to them.
0: You know what I mean? Hey, look. Yeah, at this. it's not like these people are at the beach taking all these. Yeah. videos.
1: yeah. It's crazy.
0: It is crazy. So, um, like this one video has six hundred sixty-six thousand views. Like this is just some girl at the beach. Oh, oh sorry. Oh yo. my god. <laughs> oh my god. If you're
1: Whoa. <sighs> that wasn't a that probably didn't hurt as bad as it looked. Oh, but he was
0: probably fine. I mean, he's out in the water. It's like just jumping in, yeah, the, in the water. It's like he wasn't even washed up by the wave after. No, that. yeah, he just landed on top of the wave. Unless he landed on his board, that would suck. It doesn't look now. His board's waiting for yeah, him.
1: Yeah, so. It, Jesus, and, and it's got the girl. It's got the girl. They knew what they were doing when they made this. That is one. so
0: great. Am I logged in? I need to follow this page. This is great. Um, Kook oh, slams. Jesus Christ. There the was there Instagrams was one out there.
1: Um, and they've been shut down twice. There was one They would show uh body cams of cop stuff, and they would show like the all the shooting stuff. Like it's public information. Um, yeah, it was amazing to watch. It was like <sighs> cops,
0: but better. Oh no. Oh, oh what the fuck it's a slip and slide they went off the. oh side. i thought she
1: was i didn't see this i thought she was flying
0: <laughs> oh that seems like a dangerous slip and slide right there
1: i has is that lo- oh
0: i see i this see this is now. the type of shit i wish uh like now that i'm 30 like and now well i'm 28 i'm almost 30 uh almost 30 i could fucking i know i could still do this shit but I know my body would hate me the next day if I did that slip and slide. And look at how this kid hits this chick right. face first, right in the knee. Um,
1: it's not even how my body would feel because be, that would be pretty I would fun. Be destroyed. I I, I don't have health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's not a matter of like would I or it's wouldn't I. It's a financial I. thing. Um, yeah, it's, it's
0: I don't have if I break my legs- Wow, I do have white privilege. He's like, why is this hat here? I have a horse. Where's the stable? Right? Uh, if you're watching the video version of this, I'll just turn the camera. You see my dog. We should get a you should get a monkey and make him be friends, and then the He's monkey so can reach
1: the monkey can ride them around.
0: That'd be cool. I would own a monkey. Right. Sometimes I wish I lived in like a different time period, or where like stuff in like India. That was chill. Yeah.
1: Like in the Indiana Jones times, like in the thirties. Yeah. Like.
0: I'm gonna grab another beer. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I need to ask you about uh, how you got into comedy and uh, moving to Vegas and all that stuff. Coming up right Here.
1: after the break. That and more. Dun dun
0: dun after dun dun the break, dun dun you dun dun can dun dun suck dun dun my dick. Dun 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 dun. I've never are tried of that. Are you I've, tired? I think of I'm good at uh, I'm good at doing like an old man voice, and that's the only thing I've like tried to do, because it creeps out my girlfriend. I like doing like the, like the grudge, like the. Uh, that's
1: not really a voice. I was no, kind of a and sound. then like
0: the. What do you got? Like, have you ever watched uh, what are those movies like um. What am I trying to think of? The Annabelle series Conjuring. Have you seen the Conjuring movies? I'm, you not, watch a, I'm, movies not, I'm
1: not a big horror movie guy. They give me nightmares. Uh,
0: there's like an old man who like, he's like a dead spirit that like possesses this little girl. And he's like, my name. And I forgot what his name is. He is he Irish or Scottish? Yeah. And he's like, my name is Daniel something. And he's like, and I'm 85 years old and it's just like coming out of this little girl and it's the best thing ever but uh, one of my buddies John is great at voices and I'm always just so jealous that he can do like Christopher Prac- Walken and shit what practice. voices can you do
1: Um, nothing impressive nothing like I can do Yoda Um, I can do Miss Piggy I can do Kermit Um, I can do a pirate I can be an Australian guy but like I don't have like voices I don't have like I do I make up characters? I make up my own guys. Like Jack Wallaby. Like in mind How you doing mate? And the name's Wallaby. W-A-W-L-A-B-W-E. That's me, Jack Wallaby. <sighs> I'm here to talk about wildlife. I love all animals. Small and large. Now, I brought this horse dog with me today. This is the horse dog. Uh, very rare. Um, it's an Australian horse dog. We race them. Um, they're not as fast as horses, but they uh, have long legs. Um, but the, but I brought it, you know. It's like Jack Hanna, but like I'm a cheap version of Jack Hanna. I'm kind of a hack Hanna, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that was a little little Jack Hanna pun. Uh, oh, I really love Jack Hanna. I recall I learned all the English that I know. I learned all the English that I know from the Jack Hanna to the Wild series. Um, so when I migrated, um, I actually uh, had to get on a raft and I floated here from Australia from the Big Island. And I floated all the way, and when I landed, it was like a Have you ever seen Crocodile on Dundee? Yep. That was based on my life story. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's really how it happened, mate. Um, And I came over here, and, you know, I do a lot of zoological work with a lot of the zoological societies around.
0: That's Um, a pretty good fucking Australian accent. um,
1: I'm a member of the American Zoo and Aquarium Association.
0: Give me one of those coasters over there, Australian guy. What did you say your name was?
1: The name's Wallaby. Jack Wallaby. That's W A W L A B W. That's Jack me. Wallaby. Have you ever seen my uh, my my Star Wars tattoo? yet? Yeah? No. All right, hold on, mate. Hold on. Hold on, mate.
0: Have you seen my Superman tattoo?
1: No, but I don't like Superman as much as you like Star Wars, so.
0: <laughs> wow, dude! Way to put me down, Jesus! You can leave, Jack <laughs> Wallaby.
1: That's all right. I'm I'm kind of kind of rough around the edges. Oh, Australians are dicks.
0: <laughs> planes of fame let's see it what do you got here oh that's dope is that a tie fighter on your arm yeah that's uh darth vader's tie fighter oh that's sweet dude that's real cool that's crazy how long have you had that is that since birth it was
1: a a birthmark um that's awesome they, they i came out my parents Didn't really know what to do. They'd never had a child. It was their first child, so they hadn't had a child before. Um, But one with the mark, the dark mark. um.
0: That's a tattoo I really want to get soon, the dark mark. Let me get it. Cool. Cool. Fuck you, Jack Wallaby. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Fucking Star Wars. New movie's coming out soon. I'm excited.
1: Uh, what's today? Wednesday? No, tomorrow's Wednesday, Thursday.
0: Yeah, it comes out in two days. Real um, soon.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I haven't been impressed. Rogue One was probably my favorite new Star Wars
0: movie. Stop it. Why? Did you not like Rogue One? No, fuck Rogue One. Why? You didn't like Rogue One? Oh. The best part of Rogue One is Darth Vader.
1: Um, Are you not a fan of Gareth Edwards? <sighs> Who's that? He's the one who... He's, who directed it? And he did uh, God the first remake of Godzilla, that first new Godzilla oh, with Brian Cranston. I
0: like the Godzilla. Yeah, I haven't sick. seen.
1: Did you see the new one? I haven't seen the new one yet. You what? haven't seen the new uh, one yet. I don't get out much.
0: It's I, yeah, I you do. Shut up. No,
1: I don't see. I don't go to the cinema as often as like s- some of you millennial people.
0: All right? Dude, you're be, a millennial. You're thirty four.
1: This should be a boomer we're meltdown. I'm about to have a meltdown. We're
0: six years apart. Um. The new Godzilla was way better than the first one, the hands one, down. The one with brian It was better than and the one with Brian Cranston? It Ramston? was so underrated. It okay. was one of the best fucking monster movies I've ever seen. It okay. was so epic. It was so cool. Because they bring in so many monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mothra um, and all these fucking ones. I like
1: that they've rebooted the series and they've made it nothing like, hey, the one with Matthew broderick It's a love story. It has and nothing have you seen to do. the new King Kong? Uh, no, I have not.
0: Well, they like they uh, like King Kong's in that universe. Yeah, aren't they about to? They mention him. They're like because like Mothra comes out and they're like tracking these monsters on the planet. Hello,
1: my name is Mothra. And And they're like
0: Mothra is like this huge fucking like queen moth fucking comes out of the volcano and shit. Yeah, I know. I'm familiar. And then they just mention they're like, yeah, Kong's still on his island or some shit like that. And I was like, that's so fucking cool that they fucking reference that. It mentioned School Island. Anyways, though, Rogue One. It was a good movie. It's
1: the. It best. was a good movie. What?
0: <laughs> what didn't you like about it? It, t- it
1: was a good movie. It tie. It ties into a New Hope. I don't Beautiful. like the girl. It does tie in
0: a New Hope. I mean, if you watch them like the back girl. to back, the actress. Oh, the yeah. You don't like her. I thought she. was uh, hot. I'd punch her in the face.
1: No. Do you like? I don't a- like her at all do you like um uh,
0: ray um i think she's okay i like uh the the actress i think is okay I've her storyline. i don't know why we care about her yet still and for me two movies in that's like a huge issue for me
1: i was hoping that the last one was going to be parts one and two stretch it to four movies that'd be cool hey isn't that how you end a trilogy nowadays?
0: I want it to be... I was telling my friend about this earlier. I want it to be just as epic as, like, the Avengers Infinity War or, like, Endgame. I haven't seen Like, I want it to be, like, th- an all-out, like, like, I want space battles. I want fucking characters coming back. I want fucking, like, huge fucking explosions. And, like, I want everything to be resolved, like... It's been nine movies. If they just don't tie up shit, it's gonna piss me off. And it's gonna. But piss you off also got to know
1: they're gonna leave stuff open so they can create content like the Mandalorian. But or- like
0: they said, they, they said like this is the end of the Skywalker saga. So like it needs to be like if it ends on a cliffhanger and shit, like I'm gonna fucking throw something. Like I want it to be like concise, like fucking race the leader of the dark side or kylo ren's fucking leading the new jedi order or like fast forward 10 years like you know how movies fucking end and then they have like a 15 years later like harry potter did i want that type of shit where it's like this is where they are 15 years later here this answers this question this is what happened fuck faces like this is Kylo Ren as an old man leading new Jedis or whatever. Because I think they're, like, really advertising the flip-flop in this movie. Like, Rey's in the preview holding a red lightsaber and shit. Kylo Ren could be going to the light side because he's still, like, struggling with the dark. But I don't know. Maybe it's just Ray bringing order See, and to I the d- fucking Jedi and the Sith. And she's I like, have
1: a tattoo, but, like, that's even, like,
0: deeper than, like, what I... Like, I'm just like, it's just a movie. Like, it's just... Fuck like you, dude. You can't show me your tattoo and then tell me I'm more into it than you are. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 I mean, it's entertainment value to me, and I think that's what keeps me from going to see movies. What do you mean? They keeps um, you from seeing them? There's not a lot of good movies. That's fair. You know, even a, even a brand that I I love and devote a lot, of, you know.
0: What are you into? Uh, like, if. What do you mean, as far as movies go? Yeah, I could recommend you movies. Movies uh, are I've like... S-
1: I've seen a lot of movies, that's but like my thing. going, going, going to the movies, it takes a lot. Um, Joker was a movie that I watched the trailers and I was sold. Um, yeah.
0: See, I'm not a big fan uh, of watching trailers anymore. Anyway.
1: The trailer for 1917 looks interesting. I like war movies. Um, okay. There hasn't been a lot of World War I movies. Um, I'm curious.
0: There have been practically no World War I movies. Um, it's not a good war. Dunkirk,
1: Dunkirk did very well last year at the awards, and I think 1917 is supposed to clean up as well or do very well. Um, it, no, it, it takes me a lot to convince me to go see your film. Yeah. Um, like I've never seen any of the Avengers, and they were like, eh, it's just entertainment to me. I'm not
0: invested. That's fair. Um, I feel like I'm so fucking invested um, in Star Wars.
1: I put my energy, you know, I put my energy into other stuff. That's why like, hey, now, you know, music, like for me, I've replaced like music is like a completely different, i listen to more music than I watch movies. Yeah. Um, Have you seen the new top, speaking of movies, have you seen the new Top Gun trailer?
0: I have not. As
1: bad as, the first one is just horrible acting, but the cinematography is very cool. And as an aviation photographer, like I want to see it for the stuff that they pull off. Um, I think it's actually going to be a pretty good flick. Yeah. Yeah. It better be. The new trailer came out yesterday, though. It was pretty cool.
0: To make it to make a sequel, I can pull it up. To make a sequel of a movie like Top Gun, it's fucking ridiculous, um, in my opinion. In the first place, to make it, so the trailer better be fucking good, and the movie better be good. Um, I just think, uh, for me, it's like like I am super invested in movies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I just think touching something that that's that that's that is that old but
1: there's no so here's the thing there's no this is why i'm disenchanted with the movie industry there's no original ideas anymore they've got to take something and they've got to rehash it yeah um which ter- is a magic. term you're doing it to every you're do- that was cool <laughs> that was um they're doing they're doing it with everything they're doing it every movie it's like hey let's remake you, they're not gonna remake jobs spin that mic for you Towards you, yeah. There you go. They spin, or oh, it's so much better. Um. You you know they they're, they're they're just remaking stuff, and I don't like that. Like the movies I go see, like is it original? Is it uh, like uh, the guy who directed uh, District Nine? Yeah, Blankenkampf.
0: <laughs> I love District. Uh, his movies are really good, and they're yeah. just original ideas. Yeah. Um. I'm going to start recommending movies to you. There's still a lot of original ones. No, there's... I, there's I, a lot of bullshit. I've seen a lot of good movies. It there's just, a just a takes me a long time shit. to be
1: like, hey, I'll sit down and watch that. Yeah. Um, And I don't spend a lot of time...
0: A movie that's really entertaining that just came out is Knives Out. That's in theaters right now.
1: Um, Justin was talking about that.
0: It's really entertaining. I mean, that's a movie that I would argue is pure entertainment. It's... From the very beginning to the very end, it's like a roller coaster ride of events. It's just kind of like you think you know what's going on in the movie, and then five minutes later, you're like, "What the fuck?" It's pretty entertaining. I just saw that one. Um. Yeah. No, I I couldn't even tell you what it's about. Oh, Knives Out is about a uh, family. Uh, is it a horror movie? No, it's a murder mystery. Okay. Who's but, in yeah, it? Um Captain America, Chris Evans. Um,
1: nope, I can't say I've seen trailers for this.
0: Um who's the lady from uh the Michael Myers movies? Uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, what's her fucking name? She was in uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah, True lies. What's her fu- yeah true lies yep, what's her fucking name? Uh, oh Halloween from the original Halloween. God damn it. What's her fucking name? Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, okay. She's in it. Uh, it's a bunch of famous people. I should have just pulled up the movie, huh? Yeah, just pulled up the trailer.
1: Knives up. This is today's trailer section. We're going to be watching uh, several trailers of new movies coming out and giving our reviews. Um, make sure you leave uh, messages in the comments. Oh, so Daniel Craig. We, so we know... Uh, what you like, and and maybe there's a movie up there you want us to remove the trailer. Uh, What are we doing? Review. (laughs) Sorry. Review the trailer.
0: What are we doing?
1: Uh, I forgot. Okay, we're reviewing trailers. If you have a trailer that we don't review today that you want us to give it one, send it to us, put put a link in the comment, and we'll get to it. Uh, This first trailer is going to be Knives Out. Um, It came out in 2019. It stars Jamie Lee Curtis and Captain America. Go ahead and uh, roll the clip. <laughs> roll the clip.
0: I really do want to have a movie review podcast. Uh, we're doing it right now. You've I got know, one. I know, right? I know. I need to just... This is Knives Out? Yeah. I like
1: Daniel Craig. James Bond.
0: Their dad dies, and he, Daniel Craig's there to figure out who did it. Oh, it's like Clue. It is like Clue.
1: Yeah, that's...
0: It's just a modern day clue. It is kind of like okay. The, did you see the Adam Sandler murder mystery on Netflix um, with um, Jennifer Aniston? What was it called? Mm, I think it's just called Murder Mystery.
1: His last couple on Netflix actually have been really good. This serious, this serious side of him have been like the
0: new one he's in. Uncut, yeah, looks, looks, looks crazy, looks so
1: good. Um, okay, so we just watched. Uh, the trailer, we just watched, guys, the trailer for Final Cut. Um, I'm Final not, Cut. Um, knives Out. Or kn- <laughs> knives Out. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. It um, is just called Murder Mystery, the new Adam Sandler one. Um, it, this one's really good. It looks like Clue. Now we have Murder Mystery. It's an Adam Sandler movie <laughs> with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. It came out in 2019. Um, It's rated PG-13, and it runs for an hour and thirty-seven
0: minutes too long. Yeah, okay. it sure does. Okay, let's go roll the clip. I'm not going to roll the clip. Here, insulting it. It's a good movie. <laughs> did it? Was this a straight to Netflix release?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, did you movie. see
1: the one where uh, someone's a, he's an artist? Um, it was on Netflix. He um, was an
0: artist.
1: Oh uh, Google Adam Sandler movies.
0: Um. Okay.
1: And then we're gonna watch the Top Gun trailer because it's real cool. Alright, we'll, we'll do that.
0: <laughs> then we gotta talk about comedy.
1: Yeah, we'll get there. Murder Mystery. You can edit this.
0: Just chop this up at like chop and screw. Oh, I don't this. edit shit. Mike, just, Mike Jones this shit. Who I just Mike give Jones? this to the people. Sandy Wexler. Um, no, that one was good. Uh The Do Over. The Week Of. Was it recent? The yeah. Meyerowitz stories? Yeah. I haven't watched this one yet. That's good. That's good. Um, his new one looks really good. Do you think this is good? Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna send you some shit that I think you'll like. I'll just be honest. You're going to send it to
1: me? Yeah, you probably won't watch I it. I probably won't watch it. Yeah, I'm you, just, you and
0: everyone else.
1: Um, It's fine. I'm getting ready to relocate. <laughs> hurt my feelings. I know. Well, you know, I, I'd rather be real with you. It's like sending you, you a, a meme on Instagram, like sending you a private message and knowing that the, the meme account you don't follow and you just put a couple crying emo- crying laughing emojis and like, oh, yeah, do you see it? Like,
0: yeah, yeah. I would appreciate that meme. Anyone out there who wants to send me memes, please do. Please no, do.
1: But, but like if it's in a meme account you don't follow. I know. You yeah. You can't, yeah. Can't see. So you just lied to me and I'm just like, cool, I'm over. You I get it. But yeah. I mean, so I'm just being real with you being like, yo, bro, I don't have that meme account. <laughs> whatever, dude. Okay. Fucking um, So our next movie is going to be Top Gun. It yeah, comes out in summer. This. Top Gun Maverick comes out in 2020.
0: Yeah, it better be good, dude. Like, it looks cool. Fucking stop fucking up old movies, Hollywood. We don't need new Ghostbusters. Have you seen that? You trailer? know what? I will say. I think I'm. I really like Paul Rudd. I think it's gonna be really good. I like Paul Rudd too, but why is it a kid movie? Um, why is it a bunch of kids? Because guess who the kid is? I don't need to see it. it. The kid
1: is uh, um, Harold Ramis is supposed to be Harold Ramis's uh, character. I just don't care. Okay. Well, it's
0: just like it's like any reboot in Hollywood. All they do now is like bring it with youth in it and reboot the same fucking bullshit story. Like, do, like, but that, but, but that's this is one story. I think they're gonna do right. But it's like all the Ghostbusters are still
1: alive, right? No, Harold's dead. Harold Ramis
0: is dead. The black guy. No, uh, he was ah uh, the one with glasses. Yeah, Harold Ramis. Well. They could still make it um, with everyone else.
1: Dan 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 Aykroyd, uh, they're old. I'm Dan Aykroyd and Dan H- Aykroyd
0: wrote Ghost Ghostbusters. He had a lot to his d- story. He he had a lot to do with this new one. And you know right, why he wrote Ghost Ghostbusters, right? No, you don't know like Dan Aykroyd's story. No, he grew up and his dad's like a ghost like enthusiast, like hunter. His dad's written ghost books. Ghostbusters is, like, a name of one of his dad's books, I believe. And so that's why he wrote it as a kid. And he wrote it, and it was, like, about Ghostbusters flying around in outer space, like, hunting yeah, down ghosts got and all a, Got adapted shit. into... And then Hollywood was like, no, no, why don't we just put it in New York? They have market people that know what's hot and... Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm super invested in movies. Sorry about that. <laughs> God, <laughs> it's like what if I was like this with books? I'm like, you haven't seen that book.
1: You haven't read that book. You ever read the. you are
0: fucking tarnishing this guy's legacy. Stephen King is a. How many? Guy.
1: How many books did you read this year?
0: This year? Yeah, oh, p- we're at the two. end of the year. You 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 put it out two books. Yeah, I'm not that much of a reader. I maybe got less. But two mm, is probably way more than most Maybe
1: five, more than two. Less than five, more than two. Okay. That I'm like, I know I finished, but I think maybe three.
0: There you go. Maybe
1: three. So
0: I'm not a big reader. Um, I don't finish. <laughs> I've read more comic books this year than book, um. real books.
1: Yeah, like I, f- I read uh, Robin Williams' document or autobiography. Really, it was really good. Really, uh, Robin by uh, it was by some guy. Oh, it's not written by him. No, well, no, he's dead. Okay. Um, well, he could have wrote it before he, wrote he it died. Obviously, um, Jesus. No, it was it was it was a fascinating 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 read. No, um, he's dead. He's dead.
0: <laughs> I, I know he's dead. Okay, let's watch Top Gun. It's gonna be a good movie, man. It fucking better be, dude. <laughs> your podcast cannot be uploaded because you watched the Top Gun trailer. Oh, I would laugh if they tagged you for that. That'd be... i just cut this audio out if it can't get uploaded, but it'd be fine. I think if you put the video on your podcast, though, that's like a big no-no.
1: It's just a money grab to like I don't know,
0: the movie?
1: No, like if they want to come at like I don't know, it's just it's coming after someone like I get it.
0: Very well oh it. yeah. Yeah, but like, <sighs> honestly, they would. Oh, Miles Teller's in it. I don't. I'm, I like I'm it so wondering. Much more. I'm wondering if that's going to be Goose's son. It looked like it could be Goose's, Goose's son. son. Yeah, Miles Teller is one of my favorite actors. After that, I wasn't that Look how old he looks. Dude but Scientology is keeping him alive but, but dude like He looks so good For like 55 Or however old oh, he is He's like in his 60s Dude like He looks so I don't good. know that He was in the Outsiders In what 1976 Or something And he's like 18 So Did you ever see Born on the 4th of July Born on the 4th of July I I'm don't Tom think Cruz. so Tom Cruise Good movie Good movie good morning, this is captain speaking. Today's exercise- Miles Teller is too big In real life To be a pilot I think at least. Tom Cruise, like so this P fifty
1: one that they show? That P fifty one that's John Tom Ham? that's Tom Cruise's uh P fifty one.
0: He owns it? Yeah, he owns one. Really? Are we going to war in this movie though? Like what's what's gonna happen? Oh, he's in war right there. Like, aren't they fighting Russians in the first one? Um, I believe so. Like, who kills. Uh. Goose. Or no, who dies? Iceman? Go- no, Goose dies, but
1: Goose, Goose dies. He flies to the jet wash and heads in a flat spin, headed out to sea. I can't reach the ejection handles, Goose. You're going to have to punch but us weren't out. Aren't
0: they fighting? Weren't they chasing Russians? No, they were on the ranges. They were training. Oh. Uh, but in one scene, they're like. Fighting Russians. Am I fucking crazy on that? Or um. No? Yeah, no, the Russian F5s. I need to rewatch Top Gun, it's, apparently. It's an all
1: right movie. The dialogue sucks, but... Uh. The for
0: dialogue what? sucks. It was written in the 70s. It's so.
1: one movie, so I'll say the movies that I go see in theaters are normally like Tuesday night classics at Harkins. So, like, seeing Top Gun for $5. Cool. Seeing Jaws
0: for $5. 1986, cool. I was off. I do enjoy going to those classics movies. Um, I've been to a handful of them. I went and saw a Pulp Fiction in theaters. Um, that was really uh, cool.
1: Monty Python and the Holy Grail for five dollars. I love that movie. Um Blazing Saddles for five dollars. Because going to go, going to the cinema, I don't want to spend, you know, if I go, I'm gonna get i am I'm gonna get my ticket. AMC is the get, same on Tuesdays. I'm, um there's a place by my house that does five dollar Tuesday movies.
0: Yeah, AMC is the same.
1: Um, but like, hey, I wanna get I'm gonna buy my ticket, I'm gonna buy a popcorn. I'll probably sneak in some candy, um, and I'm gonna get a large
0: drink. I always sneak in the candy, dude. A bag of MMs like six fucking dollars. Yeah, no,
1: you've got to sneak it. And I don't even That's care if bullshit. you could walk in. I you have to sneak it in. I think like if you just walked in like regularly, like they probably let you in. But like no, I feel like I like sneaking. it. Feels like I'm breaking the law. Like hey man, don't sh- sh- trying to open it up all quietly. Like are those?
0: I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Once I'm in there, sitting in my seat, I don't give a fuck. Who, like, no one's ever come Have you ever in. gone to
1: one of these movie theaters where, like, you can order a steak and eat a steak while you watch your movie? Yeah, the dine-in theaters. Yeah, haters. have you done that stuff? That's yeah. Just stuff,
0: that does not appeal to me. I have, and uh, we went once to one dine-in movie, and I did not enjoy it. Because I think it's fucking obnoxious. What? Like... People right. have waitresses coming and, like, food I, trays. and I like just want to watch the movie in a very comfortable setting. The fucking people in front of you have their waitress coming with drinks and they're, like, handing out food. And I'm like, dude, this is such a distraction. Like, I just want to watch the movie.
1: Um. So I, I think you're starting to see a shift of this. Um, what, do they have 25 million pe- Netflix and 25 million people see The Irishman. Their first weekend that it came out. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't it, watched that yet. It was it, good watch. Really long, but good watch. Um, but twenty five million people watch watched your pro- like they know they know by clicks and by time that you streamed it. Twenty five million people watched this. How many people in America are going to, to the cinemas? They you, a lot, not twenty five million. Well, I mean, it. So what? That's gonna twenty five million. That's gonna be your next, um, but it's still a lot. That's gonna be your next. Um, they're going after you know making their own content, but ne- that's the next big market to kind of go digital.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, if you do the math, though, I mean, millions of people are still going to movies. Like, no, agreed. But but it's like, down Jumanji across. Jumanji just made sixty two million. It's down. I'm with you. Jumanji, though, they they, they they remade something that shouldn't have been touched. I mean, Star Wars. Like, how many people do you think are going to go see Star Wars? It's probably going to clear $200 million this weekend per ticket. 200. If it's on average, $10 a ticket. I mean, that's $20, 20 million million. tickets sold. Uh, agreed, agreed. 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 Which I, is a substantial amount. But you're right. I mean, they said when that movie, um, the murder mystery movie came out. Yeah. They said they were doing estimates based on how well that did and they said if that was in theaters and it had that many views or whatever it would have been the highest grossing Adam Sandler movie ever. And But his contract like, he still got paid. By like $100 million. Yeah. Oh no, but he signed he signed is a, it, a huge contract Is with it Cats is race. his new one in theaters? Uh, the Uncut Gems? Yeah, I believe it so. It looks good. I don't think that's a Netflix movie. Yeah. It's coming out Christmas. It looks good. I'm Yeah. Um, let me look up Adam Sandler. No, I'm with you though. Um I'm worried as a movie theater fan that it's gonna go away in our lifetimes. Cause I'm I'm right there with like it's- people like Martin Scorsese. Like, have you read like the news about like what they've said recently about like movies and like Dogging on movies like Avengers, calling them not cinema and shit like that. So,
1: like, Spiel, Spielberg – I. so here's, the, here's their idea. Here's what like, I'm thinking. In the 30s, 40s, 50s, when these guys grew up, going to the cinema was, like, expensive, but it was a big deal. You dressed up. I'm going to the cinema. Oh, yeah. Now, they wore suits and shit. Yeah. And now, you know, you've – you've. Um, it's like uh, when you used to fly. You go to the airport and everyone's in suits and it was a luxury – um, now you can fly. Not everybody flying should be flying. Yeah. Um, not everybody in a movie theater should be at a movie theater. Um, it's like Disneyland. You want to know why Disneyland keeps the price so high? Because they keep out the trash. They keep out the riffraff. They for sure do. Like Shitty people can't afford it. And and maybe not even shitty people, but like, uh, you're, you're playing like the thing we were talking about downstairs with the well, insurance. A drug you know what addict I mean? can't afford it. No but like You know like hey You have higher premiums You're probably going to Take care of your car You know you probably You fit a certain Demographic
0: Totally um,
1: You're going to have to It's a changing of market That's the, I think that's the next big And they're, they're already Feeling it to where People are coming out And being like How do we save it Totally You know because it used to be Not movie theaters Drive-ins Yeah When was the last time You went to a drive-in Never I've never been to one There's one in Glendale I know there is. I've always wanted to go there.
0: Um, there used to be one in Tempe. I
1: remember going as a kid.
0: Yeah, I've never been to a drive-in. That was like, those were dying off when we were kids. You uh, grew up here? I grew up in the '90s, no Lake Havasu.
1: Okay. Did Lake Havasu have a uh, drive-in? Nope.
0: I mean, kind of surprising. I kind of would have figured.
1: Coastal town.
0: Yeah, uh, Havasu doesn't have a lot. Yeah. But yeah, uh, have you ever listened to like Andrew Yang? the Democratic presidential candidate? Oh, no. I don't do a lot of politics. I like, um, I watch enough to know
1: just just
0: enough, but like... But he's been on like Joe Rogan. Isn't he the one
1: that wants the... Uh, universal income. D- d- yeah. Oh, I'm, I, that idea,
0: that idea with the way society is
1: going, Yeah. is totally on point.
0: Yeah. Well, he's talking all about how automation is going to kill jobs by like, you know, 2030, 20, 2050. 20, and... Like the example he uses isn't like the movie industry, but, uh, the trucking industry. Like as soon as people like Tesla automate trucks, like people don't think about it, but, um, it's, he, it, he you'd have to listen to like the podcast. He was, he just, was he just, was he just on it? He was on it this year. Oh, okay. Um, he was talking about, you know, it's going to kill six million jobs over the course of whatever. Because, well, you truckers. just don't look at,
1: yeah, you don't look at the drive, you know, not but just then, the drivers, but, but everything. But then he
0: was like, you don't think about the truck stops. No, that's what I'm saying, and, like the spider effect. Yeah, and everything that goes into the trucking industry. And he's like, if you've ever taken a road trip and you've stopped at a gas station that's just in the middle of nowhere. And you're like, how does this fucking gas station exist? It's because of truckers. And he's like those places won't exist if trucking stops. And he's like, you have to think about all these people who live in those places who that's where their paychecks come from, who are also going to get affected by like automation. And that's like his whole case for like, you know, people need universal income to replace the income that they're going to lose eventually from automation. And he goes into like trucking industry and tons of shit. There's like another way to look at it and
1: saying like, someone like us who's who, who you know as creatives we can uh as creatives we you know we use our spare time to create now if i don't have to worry about maybe i can work a part time job and i don't have to worry about using using the stipend to you know supplement my income leaving me more time to create and potentially make myself as an artist or oh, y- sure. y- you know a performer um you know it's I think there's a couple ways to look at it, but I'm totally behind it because you're absolutely right. Automation is just taking not, and it's not a bad thing. The jobs that become available though, these people may not be able to, you know, now you're gonna have to learn computers.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's what he, he talks about that too. In the podcast, he's like, computers aren't for everyone. He's like, if you just sat down, most people and were like, just learn how to code. He's like, most people will be like, fuck this. Like, I don't want to do this. Like I, I don't want to code. Like, and he's like, he's like, and, and the people who don't want to do it, you don't want them doing it either. Like you want to use the products they work on and stuff? No. Like he's like these, he's like, my solution isn't a replacement for work. He's like, people are going to be displaced and not have jobs. And this isn't a solution to like, keep them busy or find them new jobs. He's like, it's simply so they can still pay their fucking bills. Like. He's like, people are going to need to find new jobs and they are going to le- need to learn new skills. But he's like acting like all the truckers in America are going to move into the computer industry. But it's pretty much t- t- taking welfare and renaming it. In a, in a, oh, in yeah. And he talks about that, too. And like he talks about people who are on welfare. Well, like this will turn into what their welfare is like. And he's like, if you make more than a thousand dollars in welfare, we're not going to like take that away from you. But you're not going to get the universal income because you're already getting it through fucking welfare. He'll it's never, he'll never get elected. It's too radical of
1: an idea for people oh, to wrap their head on our own.
0: I think I don't think this decade. I mean, probably not even in the 2020s. But I think by, I mean the time we're like 50 and 60 years old, I think someone like him presenting that idea is going to be a lot more or, logical. Or, or, oh, to totally. Because like
1: right now, look who look who decides that but it's it's a radical idea because now you now i come across as someone who pitches it and says um people look at me oh well you're just lazy you don't want to work and i'm like i'm not saying i don't want to work but i'd rather be able to work on the stuff that i want to work on um you know you keep saying you want to talk about the comic stuff. that's what it's like being a comic and it's like you know how do you sell an idea of being like hey i'm gonna go tell jokes um and you know your peers kind of think you're crazy thinking like what are you doing what? Do you, where are you going? You know, are you going to school? Look, I'm. Yeah. You go to school for seven years to be a doctor. That's a hundred grand, if that, if not more. Yeah. That you paid
0: to go to school.
1: I'm not paying to do anything. I'm just trying to survive. But I'm going to be a comic. I'm in school right now.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: That's. Yeah, I stopped right there. My brain just stopped. There's nothing. <laughs> there's just blank space. I'm with you there.
0: But, um. yeah, the universal basic income shit is pretty wild. It's a crazy concept. It's a radical concept. It's a, it's a radical concept. But right? I think it's a, it's a necessary conversation to have for the future, for sure. It's coming up. there are people, I mean, anytime we advance technology, people lose their jobs. One, well, the
1: advancement in technology in the next five to seven years in the medical field is going to blow people away.
0: Oh, yeah, eventually um, you won't need a surgeon anymore. So there's already robots that do yeah, hip you keep replacements. talking,
1: I gotta go pee. He's gonna go pee, he's gonna go pee. This is called the pee break. Uh, today we're gonna be talking about the letter P. Oh my god, this is um, It's a pee break. Um, today we're gonna talk about peanuts. Gerald R. Ford, no, Jimmy Carter was a president and he was known as a peanut president. I don't know why. And that's been today's peanut fact. Uh, welcome to the P hour. It's a couple minutes of talking about P, Um, the letter P, uh, the P that comes out of your urethra when you urinate. Um, Let's take another P word, and we will take plum. Plum is a fruit. It's purple. It's purple. That's another P word, P word for purple. Uh, They have pits. Oh, we have, it's ding, 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 a three P trifecta. That's right. We have plums. We have purple and we have pits. Plums have pits and their skin is purple. Um, I don't recommend trying to eat the pit. They are hard. But if you plant them in the ground, a little soil, a little love, a little water, and a little bit of sunshine, you'll grow a plum tree. That's right. Plums grow on trees. Um, welcome. Let's welcome back Jeremy to the show. We're talking about <laughs> this is the pee show. Um, he just went pee. Uh, where Jeremy, I, you, you, while you were um, peeing. Oh, my God. Um, We were talking about the plum, and the plum is a trifecta, P trifecta. We have the plum. It has purple skin, and it has a pit, and that is our three P words of the day. Go ahead and go on to our website and use keyword plum and get 50% off your order with free shipping today. Um, That's it for today's P time. Um, I've been (laughs) Peter Peterton. (laughs) <laughs> we will see you uh, next week. You're listening to NPR. Oh, my God. Right? That's how they talk. They talk that real was soft. That phenomenal, yeah. Hello, and thank you. At list- my
0: job in college, my boss, uh, I worked in a warehouse. Uh, my boss listened to NPR every fucking day. You
1: get a lot of good news. It's very unbiased. I really
0: enjoy. It was the only time in my life I've ever listened to NPR. I listened to it when I drive to Vegas. But I, they, some of the guests they had on and some of the conversations they had, I was like, I didn't know people talked about this on the radio.
1: Right. I actually... This is NPR. You might actually learn something
0: today. Yeah.
1: My name is Veronica. Today's library hour. We
0: talk about, like, global conflicts and shit, like, sometimes. I'd be like, I didn't know this was going on in Israel. Like, like, what? The aluminum crisis of Italy is still going on. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It would be the most random shit, dude. Um, We're, like... An hour and 10 minutes into this podcast, and we haven't really touched on comedy yet. So we got to do that. All right. I'm, you know, I'm just steering. I'm not, I'm just on the boat. Oh, I know. Um, and I don't really usually try to direct a conversation, but you're moving to Vegas. I'm moving to Vegas. I'm relocating. I don't know when I'm going to be able to snag you for another podcast again. So, you know,
1: you just set it up and, you know, make it on a weekend. Yeah. I, I don't know what my work schedule is going to be like Anytime so.
0: you come for a, a show, you'll have to let me know, man. But, uh, uh, My main questions... I mean, I want to know, like, general things. I jotted some fucking... Well, I, so I'm not a... Before we start, like, I'm not know, a general yet. I want to know when... It, shut I'm
1: the I'm not a ge- I'm, like, not even a lieutenant. I want to
0: know, like, when you started comedy. Like, what made you get into comedy. Like, how long you've been, like, interested in it. Like, shit like that. So, like, when did you get into comedy? When did you start? And what made you want to get into it? So, I've been telling jokes... Um...
1: With a microphone and in front of, you know, in a comedian setting, yeah, an open what, mic setting. Uh, yeah. Um. It'll when be two it? year. It'll be two years in March. Um. Your first open mic. First open mic was the was March
0: 2018.
1: Yeah, somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in March. Um, okay. When I was 18, when I was 18 years old, um, I had just graduated high school. Um, my dad and stepmom took me out to dinner and. We went out, we finished eating and they were like, "Ross, you've graduated. You're 18. You're an adult." Um which I clearly wasn't an adult. I don't know what they were thinking giving that me that type of responsibility. And they looked at me and they said, "Ross, uh what do you what do you want to do with your life? What do you what do you want to do?" Yeah. And uh I looked at them square in the eye and I said, "I want to be a stand-up comedian." And they laughed and they laughed. I don't think they were laughing with me. Um Yeah. But uh I grew up uh, idolizing Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, um, the Ghostbusters. Tr- you know, you have these funny people, Chris Farley, Adam Sandler. Um, and it just, I've, I've always had a natural gift to make people laugh, yeah. um, even people that I don't know. Um, every interaction is an opportunity to make someone's day better. Give them a high five. Um, and, you know, doing the Rally Cowboy stuff, I'm not afraid to get up and do something crazy you know that's just my personality. i'm just having fun and i just want you to have fun too because the world's a serious place um you can get caught up in a lot of the sad stuff but humor is great um but yeah no so i was introduced to it and uh it kind of just clicked and i just try and do it every day um it's like 10,000, you know, you have, the, I have this philosophy, it takes 10,000 hours to master something. Um, I'm doing it five minutes at a time, you know, as far as actual time goes. And that's, it takes a long time to be good at something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Anything else? Was there any question that I did not answer? <laughs> um, no, so your first open mic was March 2018. Uh, did you like work up the courage to like do an open mic? like did you prepare jokes for a period of time? Did you um, like scope out open mics first? I
1: had never been to one. I just so happened to have a friend with another friend, a mutual friend that uh, um, was involved and I was like, cool i wanna I wanna go yeah um i I've talked to, like I've talked about it for a long time. Um, I've always written down these crazy ideas Um, and just, just funny thoughts that I have. And I I just have a knack for funny things happening to me. Um, I see the world through this veil of the way no one else sees it. And I tried it and, you know, I kind of was like, what am I going to joke about? You know, I had no idea how to write a joke or like, you know, when you start you, people say, Oh, you know, you got to find your voice. I still don't have a voice, but you know, I had, I have it more now than I did then. One of my first jokes, I impersonated a uh, cement truck. Okay. Yeah, just idling, and so I was like, "Oh, that was kind of funny." I can. That was. Um, I think every comic does a uh, Arnold impression, and I I had me and Rhonda Rousey had a conversation. Yeah. Because for Rhonda Rousey, in my mind, it's me, Rhonda. Rhonda, I'm coming home. Arnold, good to see you, Rhonda. <laughs> it's just two Arnolds, but one's named Rhonda Rousey. That's pretty good. Rhonda, make me a sandwich. I d- I'm not married to Skeletor anymore. Oh, my God. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's all right. You know, but every... Um,
0: were you nervous? Like, did you... Uh, I mean, you did your open mic, uh, depending on when your birthday is, when you were 31 or 32, which is arguably pretty late. Um, For most people's comedy careers, I'm were you nervous? I mean, a lot of people are super young. I started when I was twenty-seven, which is also fairly old. I think going up on stage <coughs> and knowing—I mean, just just an open
1: mic—and everyone's kind of looking at you, um, not knowing what to do. Yeah. Um, you just go up and you just power through it. I don't know. You—it's like jumping in a pool of cold water. You just got to do it. Yeah. Um, it took me a long time to figure out how to write. Um, a lot of times, like when I first started, I'd go to a mic and I was just writing. Two seconds before, like, oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and what's your writing style? Do you like write uh, jokes like word for word? Like, I when I write a joke, I write it word for word, and I usually write multiple different ways of saying it out. Most of the time, it
1: just depends. Like it depends what I'm what I'm working on. There's a lot of my writing that I've never told that that's writing written to be told as a joke that I've yeah. never told. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that I just a lot of premises that I just take up on stage just to have fun with. Yeah. Um. It's all about perception or perspective. Um, totally. You. Excuse me. You have to. Uh, everyone everyone can look and say hey that's a speaker but everyone you know just you change as you move around it your perspective changes um it's finding that perspective that no one else has uh, touched on no one else has seen um and then it's selling that to an audience um i'm by no means like there's there's so much to learn and so much to get better at um that some of this stuff I don't even feel like I should talk you know it's almost like uh, sacrilegious to me like I take the art pretty seriously like I don't think I should be ever getting giving advice that's fair and, you know because who, who am I I've only been done it, done in a year and a half yeah you know what I mean I don't have my union card you know I'm not a, not a professional <laughs> you know I haven't been given my tool belt yet.
0: That's fair. No, and I feel the same way, like, even talking about stand-up comedy, but I feel like there's a lot of lessons to to give people, even, like, after the first mic. Like, I feel like you learn every time, at least I do. Every time I go to an open mic, I feel like I'm learning something or I had a pretty good away. idea of what to do with the mic. You know, I had a pretty good
1: idea of watching stand-up. Um, I make it a rule. Um, I don't... Watch a lot of stand-up that's fair that's not live um i don't want to be influenced by something i see and it's going to rattle around up there yeah you don't Um, sit
0: and listen to open micers a lot huh no
1: yeah you sit and and wait um that's just me i just don't want to um if it's someone that and not to say I don't respect everybody, but if it's someone I respect and you're like, oh, I want to see, I haven't seen you in a while, I'll go and watch. But yeah, no, I kind of yeah
0: stay back and then. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that, though. I feel like it's, uh, for me, it's really easy to get caught up in what other people are saying. And uh, it gets really distracting. Like, uh, I definitely, I enjoy watching comics more after i've done a set than before i've done okay. a set for sure because before i'm just trying to like i'm in my own head like thinking about what i'm gonna fucking say and do yeah um, and then afterwards i'm like well i already did it like i'm good like i can just fucking enjoy it have a beer there's that socialization factor for me to where it's like i'm still turned on yeah and
1: i'm talking to everybody i am a little bit louder um but no, most of the time I'm, I'm I tune in or like if, even when it doesn't seem like I'm listening, but uh, I'm in and out. Yeah,
0: but uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that. I don't think there's there's anything a lot of networking
1: going on in an open mic.
0: I've listened to a lot of uh, like professional comics who say they don't watch comedy. Like they're like, yeah, I have like a couple of people I watch their specials, but like other than that, like I'm not interested in it.
1: I like to watch Robin really Robin Williams clips. Like all his Johnny yeah.
0: Carson interviews, I like to watch them over and over and over. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who are like your uh, Who are like your top top comedians? That so like, I
1: wouldn't even so I,
0: I wouldn't even say
1: stand up as a whole. I'm going to say comedy because for me, stand up's this small sliver. But if you can get me to laugh, you're
0: for sure. There's I, a lot of famous, um, huge, famous comedians that have just been in movies. What really pushed really me really over the stand-up. edge.
1: What really pushed me over the edge to try it is I read, uh, um, I read Chris Farley's book, the February before I started, b- before I started comedy. I read Chris Farley's book written by his brother. It was a biography. Something just spoke to me, and was like, "You've got to, ch- you've got to chase this." Yeah. Um, uh But Chris Farley was a big Chris Farley, Adam Sandler, that whole SNL crew um, was a big influence. Uh, Dumb and Dumber was a big, you know, Jim Carrey yeah. of, of the early nineties. Um, Robin Williams, he did all the voices, but he was very quick. Um, but yeah, I just knew funny. You, you know what I mean? There wasn't like, I don't know. I just, I could always get someone to laugh. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't know if it would have benefited me starting earlier. I may have not been mature for a lot of the things that I'm dealing with now. Yeah. Um, I feel the same. There's there's a lot, just me as a person, like, no, I just, I wasn't very mature. As Like, it took a long time to mature into an adult. Yeah. You know, if I was an animal, like a buffalo, I probably would have already been eaten by, like, <laughs> wolves or something. Like, a long time ago. And they would have been like, hey, buffalo, buffalo, come here. Come here. Yeah. Come into the trees. But I'm not supposed to. Come here. I'll, I'll give you a dollar. And he's like, oh, hey. And then, like.
0: That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> do you, uh, um, I mean, do you feel, I mean, now that you've been in like the Phoenix scene for almost two years, like, um, like how would you describe like how it's changed or how you feel about comedy since then? I mean, like, did you go into it wanting to chase it super hard knowing you were going to meet a bunch of people? Knowing people are going to be bummed when you say you're moving to Vegas, so I went into it when
1: I started, you know, zero expectations.
0: Yeah. Um, And what was that like? Like, what was that? uh, Was that like first open mic? First couple months like, like? uh, um, So people welcome you with open arms. You meet a lot of people, or was I
1: made? I made a couple friends off the bat. But, uh, no, I just kind of, I went to, like, the same mic, just my job situation. I could only get to one or two mics, but I didn't know what a lot was, was going on. Um, so I'm a self-taught photographer. I've shot for six years, just picked up a camera. Um, that started in 2014. And um, What kind of camera, Nikon or Canon? Uh, Canon. Okay. I have a 1DS Mark II and a T2i.
0: Okay, cool. Um,
1: but T2i. Yeah, it was my first body, and then I scored on the one DS. So, nice. but I, I was should.
0: just looking at the T six eyes.
1: Um, you know, get an eye if you're gonna get one, or like just go get a ADD.
0: Uh, we use T three eyes in uh, film school. Um, that's why I ask. I know yeah. people are particular on un- Canon or no. N- once you get it, so what
1: it is once you get locked into a body system.
0: Yep, you, the you
1: lenses get, are yeah, all yeah. for the yep. Um, but no,
0: so I oh, I, I no. use
1: <laughs> I was kind of using this mindset to where it's taking me this long to. Um, have you ever seen any of my photography?
0: Yeah, on yeah. your Instagram.
1: You go to my go to my Flickr. Pull up my Flickr. Um we'll side sidetrack right here. Yeah, no, you're good. Flickr
0: Ross Instill. Um Yeah, see if they have like a name there under? Hot dog photography. There you go. Hot dog yeah. photography. Oh, that's a beautiful photo, man. Oh, I really like this one. That one's nice. I would hang that on my wall. I love. I'm such a nerd for weather. Oh, so I, I try and catch. Uh, I go out when it's stormy. Yeah, Sam. Fucking. So many of my friends and even my fucking fiance have made fun of me because I'm like, "Are oh, these clouds just so fucking beautiful?" And she's like, "They're fucking clouds." Like. <laughs> I love black and white photos, dude. These are dope.
1: Yeah, I just spent time shooting and learning, you know, what works and what doesn't work and what can be converted. What were you going to say, though? I'm, a, I'm um, a dick and I interrupt people. Uh, so I'm a self-taught photographer. Yes. Everything I learned from this, you know, um, I made peers along the way, and I met people that I, I was able to pick their brain and make me better and then make me, you know, and I continue to get better. And now, like, I'm starting to pass some of my peers, you know, because, the, you know, with photography, a lot of it's just um, – just to go up, or you know, just go out with photography, just go out there. You know, what do you like to shoot? I have a lot of hobbies, I have a lot of interests, so it's easy to go and shoot. Uh, mostly it's airplanes, I know where to go. Um, I'm plugged in. Um, but just starting comedy, I had this idea like, look, you can't just, I don't know anything. Um, I just went up and was me, you know, be true, it was just me. Um, in the first couple of months, I just got to a couple mics a week. Um, I was working at uh, call center and I wouldn't get off late. It wasn't a lot of, and I didn't have a cell phone either. I was choosing. I was like, fine. They want to turn my phone off. I'm not having a cell phone. Excuse me. And, uh, no, it, it's taken me a while to figure And you know, I think there's a learning curve. Um, you just have to stick with it and stay diligent and you know, I made friends along the way. It didn't hurt to take fifty tabs of acid to Big Pine Festival and sell it to everybody and get everybody stoned and then people know you as the acid cowboy.
0: That sounds great. I wish I knew you as um, the acid cowboy before today. Jesus. Are um, gonna be a pink big pine next year? I w-
1: um <laughs> We'll talk uh, about yeah. it later. Um, I was fortunate enough to make as a fresh <laughs> as a
0: freshman, so to speak.
1: As a freshman. I was yeah. I was able to make friends with like the upperclassmen. As, you as, feel like a sophomore now? Um No, I'm still I'm still new,
0: but like people know me. So yeah, maybe maybe like sophomore, maybe I feel that. You're definitely um, not new. I'm new. Um I'm but, new and I'm not even I don't even feel as new as the new people anymore. So um, I'm halfway through freshman year. Everybody that came into when I started,
1: like that I met, like, there's only a handful yeah. left. Um but no, I've been fortunate enough, enough, the people who have extended a hand of friendship towards me and the opportunities I've gotten of that. And, um, I think the key to this, you know, business is, you know, one, don't be an asshole. Um, absolutely. Um, and just be studious and courteous to the craft and, and continue to work hard at it. Um, I don't know. Like I, I don't write every day. I'm I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a lazy comic. I don't listen back to my sets. Like I should, I don't make adjustments. Um, it's just a grind. Like, I, I mean, I'm sure there, I don't think there's enough time to pass for me to like give solid advice or like, you know, where I can. I just keep one day turns into another or a day turns into a week, you know? Yeah. Um, Joey Diaz talked about one day, um, Setting 90-day periods of time and reflecting back on that 90 days. You have four 90-day periods in a year. Perfect amount of time to look back and reflect and say, hey, what what worked? What didn't work? Where do I want to go with this? Um,
0: That's good advice.
1: Yeah, and it, break, it breaks stuff down. 90 days is the perfect amount of time. Um, I'm coming to the end of a 90-day period.
0: Yeah. I'm making the move to Vegas to um, pursue comedy further.
1: Yeah, I... For, I I could, I could be worried about cash a little bit, but uh, no, I think uh, it just makes sense. I think sometimes you just got to follow, timing is everything. Um, you can't control the timing of some things. Um, the timing is right. You know, I couldn't control the timing of me getting fired or administrative leave. Um, so I want to take the shot, man. I think.
0: Uh, yeah. You can always come back to Phoenix. Yeah. I'll always be here. Right, it's not going anywhere. Um, no. And the comedy scene in Phoenix, as far as I can tell, is
1: it's it's a it's a really good scene, man. There's a it's lot of bigger. it's a lot of good
0: people. Yeah. Um,
1: if you're tentative in learning the craft and and, and you continue to work at it, um, there's a lot of good people in this scene, and a lot of yeah. pe- you know a
0: lot of people that are willing to help help you out. Yeah. Um, I yeah, think I've definitely met a lot of solid people. Uh, at least in the last couple months. I know like, I mean, starting out as a open miker, it's weird because like people don't know if you're going to stick around. And, and like that's I kind of have that commitment of like showing up every week and like making making the open mics. And I mean, I've even met people even from July when I started that I haven't seen since August or September because they just haven't shown up to a mic. And it's again. not only continuing
1: to go. It's hey, I've I've done this for ninety days. Have I gotten better? It's to right. get, you know to be showing progress. Absolutely.
0: Um,
1: I'm just fortunate enough to be where where I'm at, and you know I feel like I'm I have some momentum going into Vegas with me, and you know I'm like a championship fighter. Like yeah, I'm going into this fight. Um, I lost my last fight by TKO, but I've been training hard. Yeah. Um, he's got a really nasty left. I've been training against the left. I'm working on my right. Um, I tie my shoes at night. <laughs> um, any other questions? About now there? you're a rapper. Yeah. Well, you know, SoundCloud. Um, but no, man, it's uh, – everybody does it differently. There's a path. There, there's not a clear-cut path like this is – the cookie-cutter comedian.
0: Oh, um, no. Yeah, everyone does it differently. But I think – I mean, one thing is consistent. is like you got to put in the work and be – be good. I mean, it's like I've met I've met so many people over the last six months since I started and like I mean, there's people who just want to get up on stage and just want some attention and then there's some people who are fucking dedicated and working at it and in ten years they're going to be killing it as comics who have been into it for, you know, 12, 13, 14 years. It's definitely something you get what you put in for sure you you
1: um and it doesn't it goes past it goes past what the five minutes the seven minutes the ten minutes you do on stage yeah you know if you're doing 20 minutes it goes past that um the work being done in 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 the rewriting process in 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 writing things down in in networking and and making all these contacts um there's a lot
0: yeah i think networking and being personable is a big thing um, oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, I've met a lot of people who aren't very personable, <laughs> um, and it's not like a fault of their own. It's just it's something that uh, it's something that also you have to work on. It's not just like getting good at telling jokes; it's also working at being personable. Um, I'm personable, but like I also have my moments where I'm very yeah withdrawn. Um,
1: no, it's important shaking hands just. Hey, thanking people. But like that to me is
0: just basic stuff. Totally. You, you know what I mean? Like it's just, not a comedy thing. Um, It's a, it's a everyday people yeah. advancing in um, it. For, most for life. me, you get to the top of any corporate ladder by being a fucking likable person. For
1: me, like a, a, a stage and a microphone. It's like going into a dojo, you know, take my shade, my, my shoes off. Yeah. And close the rice paper door very gently. Cause it's made out of rice paper. That's fair. You know, you've got your mat. Maybe a bowl of sake. Yeah. You know? You ever seen the movie 13 Assassins? Mm, I
0: think so. Oh,
1: dude. You want to talk about a gnarly Wait, samurai movie? 13 Assassins. Oh. That sounds familiar. I mean, you, I've been thinking about Assassins, the word, because ass,
0: ass, in. When did
1: this come out? Yeah, I have oh, seen this. It. Movie I saw this movie is so brutal. I'm
0: pretty sure I saw this in theaters. Oh, so good. Um, All subtitles, but I can get I can get over it. Did it come out in theaters or am I thinking of a
1: different movie? Like you might this? be thinking of a different movie, but I don't because I think this one came out in Japan.
0: Oh, in the USA, but I don't know. Uh I feel like I've seen it. I don't know. I'm I'm probably thinking of another uh It comes up on Netflix every now and then. Ninja movie. Um it's a good genre. Why did you bring this up? I'm Uh-oh. so stoned. What did you say? <laughs> Oh, because I was like an assassin. No, I was stage. talking
1: about my dojo and oh, like yeah, assassins. Yeah. Watch that movie. I, I only like, I feel like I have a stamp of approval. If I tell you to do something, if I'd say, go here and eat, order this, ask for Kung it will come out. If I say, watch this movie, it's got my stamp of approval. I promise you. <laughs> like it comes with some weight. I'm the Rally Cowboy. Like it comes with some weight. You're like, oh. You are the Rally Cowboy. It comes with it comes with weight. That's like so it's a weighted it's a weighted it's like, look, I'm not asking this isn't a suggestion, watch this movie.
0: Um Okay, I'll check it out. It's Thirteen like, Assassins. It's brutal as fuck. Remember when I was like I'm gonna suggest a movie to you and you're like, I'm not gonna watch that. Well, you could tell me that and it wouldn't bother me. Uh I will most likely watch this This movie's red. They're just, they, he
1: I'm the type himself. of person who
0: will, who will watch it
1: He cuts his belly open
0: Really? Oh
1: man, some gnarly sword action He cuts his belly open? Yeah, he harikaris himself
0: Is that what it's called? Hadi. I don't know, what is that?
2: Why does
0: he kill himself? Cause that's, like it's that. like he disgraced his family Oh really? Yeah That's brutal that's crazy. It was like and in one of the Shogun really eras score in on, Japan. Uh, yeah. Tomatoes, Dude, it's it's. I don't really trust Rotten Tomatoes. It's good.
1: Anymore. No, but you can trust me. I can trust Have you. Have you ever seen the movie Rubber? Welcome to the another movie review segment. No. You've never seen the movie Rubber? It's about Mm-mm. a tire that has telepathic or telekinesis power and blows stuff up. Stop it. I'm not even joking. Good. Stop it's it. It's a real movie. It's so good. Is it like a Bollywood movie? No, it's just some cheap American movie about a tire.
0: Wow. Wow. This is like something I would have made in film school and everyone would have made fun of me.
1: I've I've watched this movie wow. a couple
0: of times. I find it <laughs> kind of entertaining.
1: It's just, it's so simple.
0: Um, Are you serious? A homicidal car tire discovers it has destructive psionic power, sets its sight on a desert town, wants a mysterious woman because it com- becomes What obsession. do you think happened to Yuma? It's pretty special. Or Casa Grant. must sucks. God damn. Are you from Arizona? Uh, I lived here long enough. Li- long enough? Where are you from? I was born in Texas, but I've been here. I'm 34. I've been uh, here 30 years. Is so. that where the Texas thing comes from? Or the cowboy things come from? No, it's but once you're, you're a born, born
1: Texan, I'm born Texan. You can take the man out of Texas, but you can't take the Texas out of the man. And my Texan's damn. name is Roy.
0: Damn. That's some serious shit, Roy.
1: Yeah, I may be the Rally Cowboy. But I always got Texas on me.
0: Oh my god, you sure do. That's a, That's a big belt buckle. I stole it from Goodwill. You're very Texas. You stole it from Goodwill?
1: It was yeah. probably fifty cents. No, they wanted like fourteen dollars for it and I took it off the belt it was on and put it on my belt and walked out of the store. Uh, you're it was right. donated. That's Come on. That was a good deal. Come on, why are we
0: Goodwill doesn't even do anything good for people. It's yeah. like a corporation right I worked by there I'm fucking Nazi. Did you really? No. No. That's so fucking great. Uh, I feel like we should have wrapped this up after comedy. It was like a very, very good... Uh, yeah, I hope you got it. I, you don't have a notebook, so I don't know what questions you have. Um, you did a great
1: job. I've never done one of these, so... Oh, uh, I yeah. jotted
0: them down in my mind. This is, this, is the, this is the first down. one. Um, You've I, never done a podcast yeah. before? No. Oh, I'm so glad
1: I yeah. can be your first. Yeah. Thank you for popping my podcast. here. Yeah, for
0: sure. Um, I thought for sure you'd be one of the guys that everyone was like, no, hey, no come one do no, my fucking no podcast. One. No one. Really? Yeah. Right. Um, my feelings.
1: My feelings aren't hurt. I. It happens. I'm not.
0: Bunch of fuckers, dude. we
1: will get there. I'm doing Cam and Sam's on Friday.
0: I don't know Cam and Sam. Oh well.
1: Who are they? They're comics. What's the podcast? I have no idea. You don't know? I well, it's their podcast.
0: You probably didn't know what mine was called before today. No, nope, yeah. but
1: that's okay. Um, I thought about that today. I did. I like legitimately like maybe I should research. Like you walk into like, ah, oh, it's like the View but for men and like, yeah. What do you guys do when your butt gets itchy? Well, what do you guys do when
0: <laughs> your butt gets but it, gets itchy? If I um, had some weird thing that I was yeah, like, like oh, we're
1: gonna do this on the podcast. So when my butt gets itchy, I uh, itch it.
0: Oh, that's no i that's hope this really is a good. a good first podcast for you no I this is nice weird yeah
1: no we're the carrot's still in my butt but you know that's not really weird it's just
0: normal at I this put point it there. I do it. it's, a, it's a, one of those long ones i, I think just, uh you should definitely come back and do another podcast when you're back yeah in arizona definitely let me know lo- i'd love to you know maybe, maybe it could be around baseball season yeah. Yeah. We should definitely go to a game together. That'd be fun. I should come back around spring training and just do a baseball podcast. I fucking love a uh, dude, yeah, we could talk about Diamondbacks all day. I'm a big sports fan. Uh um, especially, Suns, what time is it? It's nine. Uh Su- D Ayton played starter for the Suns tonight. Oh yeah? Yeah. Uh oh. I'm not that big of a oh, sports uh, fan. A basketball fan. Uh, oh. Neither am I, but like it's on. I'm paying uh, attention. Suns I listen to. This is the only f- basketball team I know anything about. I
1: listen to sports radio 24 hours a day, seven days a week in my car. Football
0: and baseball I follow pretty closely, and then basketball is one of those things I'm like, it's an in-between season sport for me. Right,
1: (laughs) It gets going right around... Now, it just depends, because if the Dimebacks are way out of it, I do kind of pull back. I'm like, eh,
0: and I'm going to start looking for football. I think most people do, though. Dynamax are fairly disappointing towards the second half of the season, at least lately. We're going to find out. They were a good ball club last year. They were fun. Yeah, man. Well, definitely let me know. Um, I mean, I'm definitely not giving up stand-up comedy ever, so... Hopefully we can do some shows together in the future when you come back to Phoenix and Yeah, uh, you'll be a big you'll probably be a big deal. You know, I probably have to beg. No, I don't think so. Um I think I got 10 uh, ten ten solid years to go, so <laughs> ten solid years. That <laughs> is solid bowel movement today. Is it kinda like the same thing? Probably. Yeah. It's a large bowel movement I'm working on. Well, that's good. Work yeah. on
1: it. You know, let it stew in there, carve it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um I just want to say to all your viewers, my name's been Ross Dinsdale. You can follow me on Instagram at The Real Skeletor. That's T H E R E A L S K E L E T O R. That's on Instagram. Um, find me. Uh, you can find me on Flickr at Hot Dog Photography. Um, this has been another edition of the Millennial Countdown. Meltdown. Millennial Sorry. Meltdown. Uh, can we can we recut that? We're gonna five. Four. Millennial Celtic. This has been down. another Get edition it. of yeah. Millennial Meltdown. Uh next week we bring in a severely depressed millennial who is on the verge of an actual meltdown. We give them a gun and we leave the room. Um that'll be next week's episode. Uh we hope you enjoyed it. It's not it's not um, next week's
0: episode, but <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. Um, That's
1: so great. I want you guys to thank
0: if my You could guest. just record me an intro to the podcast. Just free. I want. I, I want you guys to
1: thank my guest, Jeremy Cox. I've been your host, Ross Dinstill. Um, if you're driving right now while listening to this, not live. Oh man, we should do a live podcast. And then people can call in.
0: That would be awesome. I used to do all of them live.
1: I wanted I just like answering my phone. Hey, number 5, you know, you to act like you're on a podcast. You're like, "What is going on?" i was like, "I don't know."
0: We could do them live. Yeah, we um, should do them live. I don't I know. Would, once uh once we should, I get
1: We oh, should we should have, have Instagram it.
0: Once we get 100 uh, Do you have an
1: Instagram account for this? Yeah. 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 How often do you update the content?
0: Like fucking never, man. Oh, that's I, that. I really
1: need to do that more. That'll be our next tune in tune in not next week. And maybe not the week after that cuz cops are going to have a lot of questions um after we bury the body um tune into the week after that and where speaking we speaking of Instagram we'll sure we we right discuss how to create content and how often to create content you should create content every day you should yeah create it every day
0: um, you should yeah absolutely should
1: you're listening to 955 KY Oh that was a great
0: gee. ending to the show. Uh, fucking like and subscribe. Like Follow Ross. I'll put his shit in the description of the video. Um, yeah. Thanks for fucking listening. Thanks, Thanks for being here, for dude. for listening. Goodbye. It was a good Buh-bye. one. <laughs>
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.